welcome to the Handmade Business Diary podcast brought to you by Craft Savvy Market. Today's episode is hosted by Jande and Tiara May, two of the four co-founders of Craft Savvy Market. At Craft Savvy Market, our mission is to connect makers with customers through craft events in the Atlanta area. We're also four friends who love crafting together and decided to create a business that would help other handmakers soar. Since launching in 2017, we've brought our mission to life through curated craft markets, online conferences, and powerful digital resources. And today's podcast, Yada, can you tell us what we'll be focusing on for today's podcast? Yeah, so for today's podcast, we are asking, are you team collaboration or are you team competition? How do you see others in your niche um, do you see them as as um, makers that you want to collaborate with or more of a competition? So we are going to get into team collaboration or team competition. Let's get into it. All right. So I'm going to throw this to you, Johnny. I want to know what are your thoughts on collaborative experiences? And can you tell me about any experiences you have had? Sure. I mean, I think... Um, in general, I mean, it's always better, you know, two heads are always better than one. So if there are opportunities where you can work with um, another maker, whether it's in your same area or whether it's something a little different than what you do, I think that's always going to um, hopefully yield fruit, yield um, more fruit, better fruit. Uh, one of the things with collaborative experiences is that you get to you get to discover new audiences. So yes. you're getting exposed to an audience that maybe traditionally doesn't follow you, doesn't know who you are. And mm -hmm. so you're getting a new audience. Another, I think, positive thing about working together uh, with other makers is the support you know if you think about it potentially even if they're a maker in a different space you all are likely going through the same some of the same issues some of the mm -hmm. same uh, challenges and some of the same successes so by collaborating I think you get to have an opportunity to learn from other yeah. people you have an opportunity to have support from them you have an yeah. opportunity to just discover maybe a new way of doing something that you are doing in your business, but maybe this is a different perspective. This is a different mm -hmm. take on it. So, mm -hmm. I mean, overall, I think if, if nothing else, I think you can learn lessons from the experience. So if the experience isn't so positive, I think there's always something to be learned in terms of, oh, I, I could have done this better or, oh, maybe business would have been better if I did it this way. So, I think overall, I mean, I think you have more to gain than to mm -hmm. lose um, with collaboration. Um, what are your thoughts on experiences with um, uh, with collaborating with other other businesses? Yeah, no, that's good, Jande. Um, what you shared, I I actually I had two coaches who shared two different things. Um, a couple of years back, there was a coach that I 
went to, um, she had like a, just a workshop and she really emphasized um, really studying your competition, checking them out from afar, really watching what they do so that mm -hmm. you can try to level up. Um, and not really, she didn't push, it's not that she was against collaboration, but she looked at competitions more of study them so you can try and better yourself. Mm -hmm. And I think there's good value in studying um, what's out there. I mean, I think you do need to have some idea of who's in your niche to know what is working, what's not working. I think you should have an awareness, you know, of what is happening. But I had another coach earlier this year who shared um, her perspective that, you know, to reach out to others in your space, not to look at them as competition, but to look at them as if we can all grow together, we can all move forward together. Mm -hmm. And I like that approach. She actually threw an um, online conference and said she was going to reach out to all the people in her field and say, hey, you know, we all need to move up together. There's plenty of of, of, of food out there for all of us to be able to eat at the table. Why not us work together? And I think I like that approach. When I went to her conference, you could just feel the difference with mm -hmm. seeing these people as, um, yes, you know, I need to, to study my niche, but more importantly, I can work with these people that we all are trying to grow anyway. And why look at them as competition? And so I really like that approach. Um, this is a plug for, for my bookish African girl brand that I was inspired to do an online conference. And what I pretty much did was just reach out to a few people in my area. And they, it was such a positive response that a lot of times you think that, um, you know, you don't know how people respond, but sometimes just by reaching out to people to say, Hey, you want to do a live with me? Do you want to come and take part in this conference I'm trying to do or whatever it may be that it may be positive response. So for me, I really like the second coach with her virtual conference and it mm -hmm. encouraged me to reach out to people in my niche to do a conference. And it was a really good response. They were like, we would love to work with you. We would love to be a part of this. So I think, I think it's good to maybe be aware of your competition, but I, I like the coming together and collaborate with other people so that you guys can all grow together. So, yeah, I mean, I, I definitely think that, competition is what you make of it. I think mm -hmm. if you are, when I think of competing, of course, I think of a race where it's it's one prize and everyone is running to that one prize, which is fine. I mean, mm -hmm. if, if it's something where there's only one prize, then absolutely, you know, let's, let's race to get there. But I, I don't see business as a competition. I think there's right. spaces for everyone, um, there are multiple people. Um, I mean, you could look at it different ways. I have um, two things. I have a I have a book, um, um, as well as my my handmade business, uh, Pepper Bush Accessories. And of course, there are thousands, millions, billions of people who write books. Um, and with my handmade business, I do Ankara accessories. There are also seems to be a lot of people in that space. <laughs> But I, I don't I don't look at them as I'm competing with them. They are doing their thing and I'm doing my thing. I mean, certainly, I think, like you said, you can learn from them. Um, you can see what what do I think they're doing well and how can I um, make a version of this work for me? I don't think I, I have to necessarily copy because I don't I don't I'm not them. And so some of the things they do, I may not be able to do. Um, 
um, there was a maker who I forgot what she did. She did she did a lot of different things with um, a couple of people, a lot of different things with the head wraps. And that's not, it worked for her personality. It, mm -hmm. it didn't work for me. It didn't mm -hmm. work for, um, it, it just didn't work for me. So mm -hmm. I don't look at it as I'm competing. I think there's enough space, there are enough people that you can reach, there are enough customers that you can reach. You just have to find the people for you. So I think competition is really a mindset. And I think yeah. it's it's a scarcity mindset that says there's not enough of people, there's not enough customers, there's not enough to go around. And so because I'm thinking um, about scarcity that I have to run against this person. And so I really yeah. think it's a mindset. And I think yeah. depending on how you see the world, if you see it as there's not enough people in this space or there's not enough customers to support me. So they're going to this person. So I got to get from them. Yeah. And I definitely think you will, uh, then you will have competitors. Yeah. I think yeah. if you see it as there's more than enough out here, I just have to find the people that work for me. I just have to find the yes. strategies that work for me. Then I think that's a different mindset. So I think to me, competition has a lot to do with your, your mindset. And if you think that there aren't enough resources, there aren't enough people, then you will see it as a race that I must compete to get the same thing or to get what they have versus, yes. you know, I'm, I'm learning from them, but I'm going to, I'm going to do what works best for me because I'm not a copycat. I can't yeah. do exactly what they do. No, so that's those are my thoughts on that. No, that's so good. I think definitely, like you said, it's a mindset shift. So that's something that you really have to assess within yourself and make some decisions. Mm -hmm. Um, I think too, it it may come with experience as well. That maybe when you first come into the market, you pretty much are just trying to figure stuff out, and you know, you might see someone that you may have as your as someone that you mark in terms of comparison, but mm -hmm. after a while you kind of grow and see that it's like, it's really, you are really competing against yourself, not against anybody else because you can't, um, you know, if somebody's doing this amount of reels. I mean, you can't mm -hmm. use them as your markers. You would just wear yourself into the ground, trying to keep up with, with something that, that doesn't even exist. You're not in their house. You don't know how to do it. <laughs> you don't know what they're working on. You don't know anything. So yeah. I definitely agree with you that it's a mindset shift. And sometimes it comes with just your own growth as a person and just your own experience as a maker that there's plenty of opportunities out there that is, is this how I want to grow? I mean, if I'm in this thing for a long time, I don't want to have to be looking at other people and making them mm -hmm. my target of whether I'm successful or not, because mm -hmm. If somebody else is always your target of if you're successful, then you always will shortchange yourself or run yourself in the ground, you know, and mm -hmm. there's plenty of other things to worry about. <laughs> if you worry about somebody beside you, yeah. like, I wouldn't worry about that. It's like, you know, focus your energy on other things, your metrics, bringing in income. That's really, um, that is not as fruitful <laughs> to be yeah. worried about the person beside you, you know, but like you said, that's a mindset shift. It comes with growth and experience. So, and so Janet, let's flip it a little bit. Um, did you have one more thing, Janet? No, I was going to say, I think for Craft Savvy Market, when we started um, Craft Savvy Market, of course, we looked to see what was happening in this space in terms of we started uh, doing markets, uh, craft markets. And so we, mm -hmm. we looked to see who was in the space mm -hmm. and what they were doing. But um, I think 
one thing at least I was intentional about was not obsessing over what the other people were doing because again, they're different. Their spin was different. They were going after um, different people and and, yes. and, so, and that was okay. So I think, I think you, again, you can look and see what's happening, but when you're right. obsessing over what they're doing, how they're doing, um, then I think you you you're basically trying to run their business right because yes. it's longer your own so I just yeah. thought, I thought about you know for craft savvy market I think that was a, a wise choice because we did um what what felt um important to us so we, yeah. we no, our that's values good. and what was good to us not what other people uh thought was yes right to say so I think that's important as well that like that you look at what's important to you and mm -hmm. does that show mm -hmm. in my business or am I yeah. just trying to be like the other person right <laughs> no that's good Janine I mean even looking at it from craft savvy market I mean the four of us are, are immigrants <laughs> from Liberia we're faith-based and so there's not so many people that look just like us anyway. So, I mean, even from just that perspective of, you know, like you're saying that um, to really just focus on what you're doing because whoever you think is your quote unquote competition, they don't even look like you. Most likely you're not even following the same audience. You're not even giving the same message. So it's, it's not, it may not even be a competition, you know, because you guys are, you look different, you're doing different things. Mm -hmm. So let's jump into this word competition. So Janet, how would you define competition and you know just share any experiences you've had with that and then I'll maybe I'll share a thing or two yeah I mean I think I did just now in terms of you know looking at it as more of a race um mm -hmm. I, again, I, I said uh, that I think competition is a mindset and, and mm -hmm. it stems from um just a scarcity perspective that there's mm -hmm. not enough of something and so I have mm -hmm. to race um for it of course there are appropriate times when there's competition but I think in business I don't yeah. know if it makes sense to be thinking that we're racing to the finish line right because our business goals might be different our right end results I mean of course everybody wants to make money but it, you know the way I do it may be different from someone else but yeah. in terms of um experiences with competition I I don't know. I, I don't really focus on what other people are doing. So I'm not out here like, oh, they're selling the same thing. I mean, I look to see mm -hmm. what they do, how they're marketing. Um, yeah. But again, I don't I don't know the ins and outs of their business. I don't know how much help they have. I don't know right. who's creating their products. Just yeah. They have the same products. It doesn't mean that you know, I'm making it myself, yeah. getting it from somewhere else. So yeah. there's so many different factors that to me personally, um, I don't, I don't look at people as they're competing. I'm competing with them or against them. Um, yeah. And I haven't, um, I'm trying to think in terms of with uh, my handmade business, I, I don't know if I've necessarily engaged in that level with a competitor, quote unquote. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. I can think of someone that was that's in the same space as me. Yeah. 
I yeah. had, um, actually, and I think I shared that story before, reached out to say, hey, um, you know, I have a lot of, I have a, a, a big opportunity um, mm-hmm. to hand make um, something and I won't be able to do it is what the person yeah. I won't be able to do it all myself. Are you able to work with me to, to get it done? And yeah. um, it ended up not working out, but I mean, I was willing to, to tell them what I would be mm-hmm. able to do. And so, I mean, I think, I, I think again, if you think of it as there's more than enough to go around, then I don't think you have to be running yeah. after people competing. But I personally haven't really um, had that. And maybe it's just because I don't look at people as like, yeah. hey, I look at it. Hey, if your post looks nice, I like right. your post. Right. That's right. cool. I don't, I, you know, good for you. I'm happy for you. I don't think, yeah, I just, yeah, I, mean, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I think on another level, and, you know, it'd be interesting for um, our audience as they listen, what their thoughts is on this, but I think for for me, because I, I consider myself a competitive person, but I think like you hit the nail on the head in business, it's a little bit different because honestly, business there's so much to do. I don't know who has time to be measuring yourself against somebody else because mm-hmm. you have to you have to get your content out there, you have to check your your analytics, you have to make sure your money looks good, you have to figure out for now holiday planning. So there's honestly so many things going on that it to me it would be a challenge to just stay focused on somebody else. Like we've, mm-hmm. we've said this before. I mean, look at what's out there, but not make that your measuring stick for what is successful to you. And, you know, some of this stuff is just um, unpacking it. I mean, I find that it's helpful if you write things down or if you get frustrated about things. It's as easy as a maker to get frustrated, but things not mm-hmm. going your way. But I think some of those situations, if you deal with one-on-one, like, okay, I'm not bringing the money I thought I'm not doing this or not doing that. Um, if I can deal with it, that helps me to not have to look at somebody else to point things to them, you know, or say mm-hmm. they are the cause for this, or if I do more of this or that, you know, but um, I think you hit the nail on the head. I mean, really, you can look at what these people are doing, but um, they don't necessarily have to be competition. It's how you see yourself first and foremost and how you yeah. see them. Um, I like the story you shared about, the maker who gave you a deal that she could have just kept for herself. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that speaks a lot that there's more fruits when you collaborate than when there's competition. There's more things because most likely if something if something came your way, you probably reach out to that maker because you knew how she was a blessing to you, you know? Mm-hmm. So I think when you are more of a collaborator, it, it, it helps you to stand out. People remember that and people mm-hmm. will likely want to work with you more, you know, because you're not just, you're not just someone who's out there looking out for themselves, that you have a, a broader perspective of we can all level up together. I can help you. You can help me. Um, and I think there's just more fruits that come out of that perspective than I'm going to see as a competition, you know, where nobody kind of wins in a way, you know, so, um, so that's good. Yeah, the competition collaboration. It's it's as a as a maker, I don't know, it's something that you your your perspective may shift as you grow to mm-hmm. really see um what's out there. Um and to to see it as more of a blessing to collaborate than than maybe just seeing everybody as someone who's out to get you.
So Janet, just a few more things as we wind up this episode. What do you think our audience needs to consider before collaborating? And, and can you think of some examples of just collaborating for a craft savvy market? Um, yeah, I think when you are considering collaborating with another maker, I think you should think about what is your desired outcome. Um, I think there are some collaborations where uh, sometimes people feel like it's unbalanced, like one person is getting more mm -hmm. out of the deal. Then in that case, I don't, I don't know if it's a great collaboration, <laughs> but I mean, it could be again, but yeah. on the desired outcome of the project, I think you should also be clear on what each person is responsible for. I think the one way to, um, get frustrated about a collaboration is to not set clear um, definitions on what each person is responsible for. So yeah. if one person is supposed to be marketing, if everyone's supposed to be marketing, then make that clear that everyone yeah. is expected to market. If, uh, you know, somebody is supposed to uh, I don't know, post on their social media five times a week, then make that clear that that is your expectation. But I think when you don't have clear responsibilities, clear expectations, then you set yourself up to be frustrated about the partnership. And I mean, and, and you can only, you can be clear, of course, people can do what they want to do ultimately. Um, <laughs> but I think I think you should think about what what you want out of it. What is yeah. it? What is your goal? Um, and is this the best? Is this way? This method a method that can help me reach my personal goal? Yeah. Because I think again, you may be approached with partnerships where it's not necessarily it. It doesn't work for you. Like, what's in this for me? And not to mm -hmm. say you can't help people. You can always do something just to help. I remember, um, this is not a craft savvy example, but uh, there was a, a group um, that reached out. Um, they had, it was a travel group and they take teams um, to different places. They, they mm -hmm. help expose teams to travel opportunities. And they reached out and said, hey, we, we take teams different places. And, um, you know, we are hoping to uh, go somewhere where, um, you know, just that represents um, African culture. Are you mm -hmm. able to come in and share a little bit about the history of head wraps and do a tutorial on head wraps? And of course, you know, they wanted to be able to share those with the people that um, they were reaching out to as well. So, I mean, that was a, a partnership that I was excited to do because one, mm -hmm. even though it was it was teens, not necessarily a, a group that um, I target, that's a target market for me, um, but it was educating them. It was helping them to hopefully see a different side of Africa. So for me, even though um, it, it wasn't a perfect collaboration in terms of they'll do this and I'll do this. I was excited to do it because it was exposing, it was education. And that's a part of what I hope to offer to people, to give people a different way to see Africa or to see Liberia or whatever. And so that worked out for me. Another one that, that was probably the best collaboration ever <laughs> with, uh, oh, wow. was um, someone reached out um, a hair 
um, company was doing basically like a festival and mm -hmm. they um, asked if I could do, they wanted to focus on head wraps and yeah. asked if I could um, host a booth and, and wrap um, head wraps for free just yeah. and they have like a photo thing uh -huh. set up and if I could just um, wrap people who wanted to be wrapped <laughs> and take a picture and I was yeah. like uh, sure yeah because that I mean that that was the best ever collaboration yeah. um, because it was the perfect place for my business it, it was a no-brainer um, for me and, and I don't think and they won because they they were able to um, have this photo op opportunity that was different and unique and I won because I mean it, it was amazing so I, yeah. I, I no, that's that opportunity would come back my way <laughs> um, but I think you just need to look at your desire outcome how yeah. does it fit in with what I'm trying to do in my business um, what about you what do you what are your thoughts on some successful what do you think people should look out for before collaborating and some examples of, of collaborations that worked well for you yeah um no I like that John I like the checking the desired outcome and just some clarity that is really important because this collaboration should be a good thing because <laughs> on the flip yeah. side you can make something that could be good go south <laughs> we don't want that so I was thinking one thing you should do is just um, kind of assess where you are. I mean, each of us know our personality type. Some of us mm -hmm. are into, you know, back in the days when we're in school, we like group projects. Some of us like, I don't like a group project. I like solo. So mm -hmm. it's okay if you're not feeling collaboration, if it's not for you at that time. So that's something just to be real with where you're like, mm, I don't know um, if I want to do a full-on collaboration. To me, you could start with maybe like a live. That's a, a, a easy way to kind of connect with someone if you don't want to do something too big or grand. Mm -hmm. You mm -hmm. just connect with them on a, on a live and see how you feel about it. So you kind of want to check where you are in terms of just your own personality, your own style. Um, I thought about being flexible because I think when you start to collaborate with others, there are certain things you have to give up to be open to the process mm -hmm. that you may find that in the moment um, there might be some opportunity to think about. So if you're kind of like you know, if you have one thing in mind, you're not open to being flexible, that can mm -hmm. be a challenge because mm -hmm. once you have two creative people coming together or three or whatever mm -hmm. have you, whether it's you and one person or event, there's just some things that you have to know going in that you have to give up and just to have some flexibility because, you know, you can't always, you can't always have control on everything. And yeah, it's a good thing that. because you, you, you don't know what the result will be, but you know it's most likely going to be good. Mm -hmm. But to me, there has to be some willingness to just say, um, I, I just have to release this and try to be flexible because I may not have worked with this person before. Even if you work with someone before, you just don't know how the results will be. So I think mm -hmm. if you come in there, just being flexible, being open-minded, I think that may mm. benefit you more than to come in there kind of with preset thoughts because you just yeah. don't know what could come out of that. So mm. I think assessing your own self, where you are in terms of how you work with others. Um, and if you, you're not sure if you're comfortable, take baby steps, maybe do a live or maybe um, think of other ways, maybe have them take over your Instagram, you take over theirs or, or a newsletter or some other way that you're more comfortable. If you don't really quite want to do something big, um, but to check where you are and then just be flexible. Mm -hmm. I know for us, for Craft Savvy Market, 
one good collaboration we had. We worked with Tina Fierce, one of our markets, and we're able to reach out to her. She's an influencer in the Atlanta area. And it was just a really nice collaboration. It was good getting to know her. Um, it was nice because her audience got to learn more of Craft Savvy Market, and we got to know her as a person and work with her. So that was definitely a plus to, um, we made a decision to try to work with more influencers mm -hmm. to connect with and do more networking. Um, and I liked it because it helped us to just kind of um, get to know other people, not just kind of do the same old, same old. Sometimes some of these things takes you out of your comfort zone. And I think sometimes the more you can get out of your comfort zone, um, the more ideas you have, the more people you connect with. So I thought for us, for Craft Savvy Market, working with Tina was a big plus. She's a great person to work with. Mm -hmm. And I think what was helpful for that was that she really likes to see make she loves supporting makers i mean i think she would support makers anyway mm -hmm. so um i think as you reach out to collaborate with people just be considerate of, of what you see in them what yeah. is important to them do they value what you value you know mm -hmm. um so that worked out because that was a good um collaboration for us to work with her and for us for um, her audience to see us and for us to offer things to her audience as well so that worked for both of us yeah, yeah, yeah. Tina is the business. Um, <laughs> I wanted to add, um, in addition to what you're saying, I think it's important that you know your value as you come into a collaboration, that you know mm -hmm. what you're bringing, because it's, mm -hmm. especially if you're working with someone that um, maybe is bigger or they have more followers or whatever the case, I think it's easy mm -hmm. to feel like, oh, they're doing me a favor. Mm -hmm. And when you come in with that mindset of they're doing me a favor, then you could be setting yourself up to basically be taken advantage of. Yeah. And so I think if you if you're coming in with knowing what what value am I bringing to them? You're like, yes, mm -hmm. they're, they're bringing something. Maybe maybe I'm getting exposed to their audience. But what am I bringing to the table? I think mm -hmm. you should know that and you should be confident with that, because when you're not then again, it it looks, it, it feels like they're doing me a favor and I'm kind of at their will and beckon. But when you, when you know that I'm bringing something valuable to them and they are bringing something valuable to me, then that becomes an equal partnership that I can stand up and say, hey, I don't know about this or hey, yeah. what do you think? But I think if you automatically feel like, oh my gosh, they're the bomb and they're doing everything. And, and this, I think you just set yourself up for yes, no, that's good. And I can think that's of um, a couple, one, at least one time when that was the case with Craft yeah. Market, where <laughs> we came in feeling like we didn't, they were doing us a favor. Mm -hmm. And um, mm -hmm. and in the end, um, I don't know if we won, you know, I don't, I yeah. won. I don't know yeah. if it worked out to be the best that it could be because right. we didn't see the value that we were bringing or the potential yeah. value that we yeah. offered them. And yeah. so I think it's important that you be confident in what you have to offer as a maker, as a person. Um, maybe the person is, is their personality is different and you're bringing the vibrant personality, you know? Yeah. So whatever it is, be confident in what it is that you are able to offer and be clear about what you can offer. Because if you don't see that you're bringing anything, then what's the point of the collaboration? It's not really a collaboration. It's just my friend is, or this person is doing me a favor, but a yeah. collaboration um, to me, 
uh, insinuates that both people are bringing something together to make one product or to make one desired outcome. So I think mm -hmm. it's important that you come in confident. And yes. If you're feeling confident. No, that's an excellent point, John. I think uh, for this season, because we we're talking about building you as a maker and building the business. And a lot of times you realize is you know it's the same, but you realize as you grow that if you don't see yourself as, you know, like I, I'm one of the, you know, like, oh, this person is helping me out. And 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 that speaks to your own worth and how you see yourself. And maybe sometimes your lack of confidence in different areas. And so it really is, it is one in the same. I mean, yes, you have a business, but you are the business. Your thoughts, how you see yourself, how you see opportunities, that's all coming, you know, uh, that all comes together when you make these decisions. So, um, you know, I think, a lot of some of this stuff comes with growth and experience that <laughs> some things that maybe, maybe, you know, maybe you are able to, to get by or maybe you're one year two, you start getting a year three, four five plus. It's like, okay, wait a minute. I've been here for some time. I, 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 I need to recognize I do bring value. I do have things to offer. Uh, yeah. But that's a, that's a good reminder, Johnny, that um, you really have to know your own worth and, and, and know where you are. And some of these things, you if if you don't deal with it kind of behind the scenes you will be dealing with in an open situation because it shows up when you when you're when you collaborate with others and it shows up in different areas so mm -hmm. so that's a very good point to know your work know what you bring to the table that you know you do have something to offer others and to know that going in so that's really good that's really good so Janine, we talked about a lot today with um collaborating versus competition um, and I liked what we shared that is really your mindset, how you see things. Mm -hmm. It doesn't always have to be a competition. You can learn from what um, others are doing and just learn in general, but it doesn't necessarily mean that that is your mark, that your definition of success does, does not hinge on them and what they're doing. That is all about what you bring, what you can do, how you can work with others mm -hmm. and um, build something together that there's plenty out there for all of us to be able to grow yeah. together without yeah. me feel like I got to fight you to get all of this, you know? Exactly. So, Janet, yeah. any closing thoughts? No. Any I, final points on that? I, I think, um, you know, the, the season is spot on in terms of, you know, how you see yourself personally, like your own self, um, the maker, you, um, spills over into your business. So if, if you are not confident in your real life that that will show up in your business if you are um so competitive that everybody is like this person is against me in your personal life that will show up in your business so i think um i think this season is spot on in terms of <laughs> the business can only be to me as great as the maker is the person you know yeah. um if I'm going through a downtime, then my business, you know, it will show up in my yes. business. So I think um, we have to be aware of that and we have to make sure that we are dealing with ourselves and looking at ourselves and examining ourselves in the process of running the business because yeah. who you are will show up in your business yeah. ultimately. <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta face you. Yes. The bad you ugly, face you gotta you. face it and decide. <laughs> What should I keep? What don't I need to keep? What do I need to work on? And there's nothing wrong with that. Um, yeah, there's nothing and working wrong with that. on. I think we're all growing. 
yes be discouraged if you feel like yeah oh there's more to work on you know more stuff to add to my list to work on yeah okay you're growing you're a human being anything not growing is dead and so yeah you want to keep growing anything else you would add as we close up no I think that that covers it that just you are the face of your business and your issues come with it. And 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 like Johnny said, even if you don't know that, that it is a process for all of us. You know, nobody comes with a being fully aware of themselves. Or if they are, hey, good for you. If you come into a business fully aware of your issues, that if you don't have that awareness, it's okay to grow. That it's it's almost better to say, you know what, I didn't know that, but look mm -hmm. at it as a growth opportunity than to feel like you have to have everything all together, you know. Um a lot of times we talk about boundaries and structure and, you know, oh, this is my work time. This is my family time. And, you know, but it, it's different when it's you, but, <laughs> you know, you can't put a boundary on yourself that you do have your issues. You have mm -hmm. things that you're working on and that's okay. You know, I mean, I know for us as faith-based people that we, we learned that certain things you give to the Lord, that there's certain things I can't fix for myself, that I literally have to give it to God and say, Lord, help me in this area. And the more I'm willing to say, this is a tough thing for me. The more I take it to him and be open and real, the more I can see my growth coming. That is not something for you to feel, oh, I have to fix it or, or oh man, I can't do this for that, but something to just be open about it. And many times I've learned that when you're open and transparent about these areas, not only especially when you give it to the Lord, not only is there growth for you, but you bring other people along. You find yeah. out that you are not the only person struggling with this issue. Yeah. You're not the only person in this area. And so when you don't act like you have it all together, when you're, when you're real about, okay, you know, I didn't, under, I didn't realize I had this issue when you, when you, when you find it to mm -hmm. just as a faith based entrepreneur to say, Lord, I give this to you and I step away from it. And and that's yeah. okay to give it to him. And the more you can be honest about that, you find that others, others have the same struggle and yeah. you are actually end up being a blessing to someone else. So don't run from your flaws don't run from your issues. It is part of it. God knew when he gave you the business idea that you were going to bring all those issues to the table. So it's not like <laughs> he didn't know about it. So it is okay. It's a journey that we're taking. And um, I think the more you're willing to say, Lord, here I am and just be open about it. Um, the more that you can start your healing. So it's been great for this season to really talk about, the build um, your business and the maker and really learn how much that really intertwines because it's all you, you know, it's all, all you. Mm -hmm. So Johnny, where can people find us if they're interested in, in finding us as we close? Absolutely. You can follow us on all social media platforms. Of course, the podcast, the handmade business diary, please follow the podcast here. We uh, produce episodes every other week so bi-weekly mm -hmm. yeah. um so please follow us here for just more topics about uh, handmade businesses you just is good just follow us yes. um, here you can also find us on social media platforms instagram at craft savvy market Facebook at Craft Savvy Market, and you can also go to craftsavvymarket.com and join our email list for um, other opportunities where we will be connecting with makers in different ways. So please find us somewhere and follow yes. us. Share this podcast 
with other people you know who are in the same space as you, who are, it's a great way to collaborate, by the way, share the podcast, let them know, hey, I heard this great episode and I think you should hear it too. Um, so that's how you can find us on yeah. social media. Yes. All right. Thank you, everybody, for listening in. We appreciate it. Stay tuned. There's lots more um, episodes we have coming out on this topic of building the maker, building the business. All right. For all of us here, we just say bye. We'll see you later on the next episode.